BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. A man accused in a dogfighting ring gets a much lighter sentence than originally expected. How he avoided jail time. St. Louis County finally settles its pension lawsuit with former police chief Tim Fitch. Why it's costing them more than double what was originally owed. And here's a live look at a renewal by Anderson camera. Santa's magical kingdom. Look at they got the wagon ride out there. I'm always looking for Santa, but I don't see him. He's hiding. sleeping. You know it. Busy getting those toys ready. You think? Oh, yeah. I do know it's 531. It is early. (laughs) And you are watching Fox 2 News at 530. Yes, indeed. Let's get a check in with meteorologist Angela Huddy. She's out on the Lakeside Renovation and Design Weather Deck. And is this one of the coldest mornings we've had, Angela? It is now, Margie. Yeah, 26 degrees officially in St. Louis makes this our coldest morning of our fall winter season so far. I know eventually we will get colder than this, but sort of watching that tick down, we were 27 degrees on the morning of November 1st. So we have now dropped below that officially at Lambert Airport. I show it to you. There comes my coffee cup, 26. With that northwest wind, though, at 10, it feels like 16 degrees out here with the wind chill. So be ready for it. Bundle up. Our coldest morning of the week, our coldest day of the week here on our Tuesday. We will start to warm things up tomorrow. Could be a good 15 degrees warmer for highs on our Wednesday afternoon. And as we head into that warmer air, rainy conditions will move back in for the end of the week. So details on all of this coming up here in just a few minutes. Want to get you out the door though this morning with some traffic updates, your real-time traffic. Luckily, not a lot of major issues going on. We do have some police activity on Riverview uh, Drive at Scranton. That's where we've been telling you about. There was also a vehicle fire on 270, um, but that has since cleared. However, uh, drivers in North County on, uh, uh, excuse me, not Old Hall Ferry, News Halls Ferry, right under 270, there will be one northbound and one southbound lane closed later this morning, starting at 7 a.m. so they can do more work in that construction zone. So 7 to 3 on that closure on New Halls Ferry. And then also city drivers on uh, I-64 Highway 40 from Jefferson to 14th. There will be two lanes closed later on today starting at 8 a.m., so just after that morning rush. So heads up, folks, headed towards the Poplar Street Bridge. A group of people gathered for the first time a year and a half ago. They wanted to oversee the problems that plagued the St. Louis City Justice Center. But just today, members of the Civilian Oversight Board are getting their first look inside of the city jail. Yeah, we have Fox News Chris Rie. He's joining us live downtown with why this has taken so long for members to get inside there. Good morning, Chris. Margie, definitely taking a long time. Good morning to you, John. Good morning to you as well. That's because authorities have said that members of the detention facilities oversight board, as it's called, have lacked the proper training to go inside of the city jail. But now that issue has been resolved. We are just outside the city justice center here on Tucker, right across the street from City Hall. There have been ongoing controversies and multiple problems at the Justice Center here. One of those issues, this situation last August when a 73-year-old guard was taken hostage by inmates. 
Bomberito Automotive Sky Fox over that scene after the guard was freed and then taken away for treatment. Fortunately, nobody seriously hurt in that incident. But it came just two days after the death of Carlton Bernard, who was a detainee at the jail here. At least nine inmates have died at the city justice center in the last two years. There have been complaints about conditions inside the facility. And just last month, the Missouri State Auditor launched an investigation into the Justice Center, citing multiple concerns. Earlier this month, the St. Louis City Board of Aldermen approved training to allow members of the Civilian Oversight Board to get into the Justice Center. The legislation for that training also allows the board to hire an independent legal counsel when needed. The Reverend Daryl Gray, the chair of that oversight board, says members plan to go into the jail at 2 this afternoon for a 15-minute site visit. We're told board members plan to meet with detainees, correctional officers, and administrative staff. After the visit, Gray says board members will meet with the media to discuss their findings. For now, live downtown, Chris Renier, Fox News. Chris, thank you. An update this morning on the fatal shooting in Hazelwood this weekend. Police have identified the manager of the hotel where all this happened as 52-year-old Victor Fuchs. Hazelwood police say officers responded to the in-town suites extended stay hotel on Dunn Road Saturday night. When they arrived, they found Fuchs lying on the floor inside the hotel with a gunshot wound to his leg. Investigators say he asked two men to leave after an altercation in one of the rooms. They say then Fuchs and another worker went to the parking lot to make sure the men left. Instead, there was an argument that escalated to an altercation and Fuchs was shot. He was not a person that deserved to leave this earth in this manner. Um, he was well loved, well respected. Fuchs was pronounced dead at the hospital. The St. Louis County prosecuting attorney charged 20-year-old Jalen McElroy and 18-year-old Marshawn Brinkley with murder and assault charges. Well, a former dogfighting suspect dodged jail time with probation. Only on the Fox Files, investigator Chris Hayes was in St. Louis County Court to hear the light sentence for a man once accused of a dark crime. Stacks of dogs in cages rescued in August 2022 presented all of the signs of dog fighting. Sitting on their own feces, a lot of the dogs had uh, several injuries, uh, bite marks and scars and open wounds on their head and their body. Body cam footage at the time from a North County Police Cooperative officer said it all. Your horror is over. We were there when defendant Brian Macklin turned himself into custody, facing charges then of felony dogfighting, along with 13 misdemeanors of animal abuse and neglect. Fast forward 15 months to the courtroom Monday, only the misdemeanor stuck. Prosecutors acknowledged they lacked evidence of the defendant's personal dogfighting involvement and that Macklin only admitted storing dogs for other dogfighters and that he acknowledged past dogfighting but stopped 20 years ago. A plea then gave Macklin probation and a warning that he can no longer own dogs. Judge David Vincent looked at the defendant and told him, quote, don't give me any trouble because you could be facing 13 years. The judge pointed out the felony dogfighting charge was being dismissed for lack of proof, but warned Macklin that he better not get into trouble that would lead officers to proving it later. The defendant, Macklin, then looked at the judge and said, quote, Oh, I won't. Kudos to the judge, and I believe the judge is just being transparent. North County Police Cooperative Major Ron Martin. This investigation started because of an anonymous tip, 
and through this entire process that anonymous tip never was exposed. So this shows you that a lot of times the people don't want to reach out to the police because they're worried that something, their name might come up in it or they might be exposed. But this particular investigation, everything stayed to the wayside. While the resulting probation may disappoint some, Major Martin says this is bigger than one defendant. The closure for me, I think, came the day we rescued the dogs. Many who are doing great today. Here's a couple of those dogs now living in loving homes and thriving. This is a collage of pictures and video just put together by an organization called Diamonds in the Rough Rescue, which stepped in after last year's raid. For the Fox Files, I'm Chris Hayes. A judge will determine if a former North County police cooperative officer should remain in jail. Federal prosecutors say they believe 34-year-old Marcellus Blackwell could flee if released, and they want him jailed until trial. Authorities say he secretly took photos of people in public bathrooms. He hasn't been charged with any of these allegations, but is facing charges for allegedly sexually assaulting several people he arrested. Blackwell has been charged with 16 counts of depriving rights and five counts of altering records in a federal investigation. Blackwell's lawyer argues that he has no criminal history and an incentive to show up to his court date. Well, St. Louis County has agreed to settle a lawsuit with former police chief Tim Fitch over his pension. Fitch spent 31 years with the county police department before being elected to the county council in 2019. Well, back then his pension payments stopped because the county argued he was an employee. A circuit judge rejected that argument in 2019 and Fitch offered to settle for the money withheld, which at that time was $260,000. County Executive Sam Page appealed that decision, which was officially settled two weeks ago. Now it calls for the county to pay Fitch $339,000 for four years of pension. The county also has to pay $105,000 in interest and $160,000 for Fitch's legal fees. Well, IDOT hosts a public hearing today on a new Illinois Route 3 connector. They've been studying this new route for the highway since 2015. The phase one study is almost complete. Today's hearing is from 4 to 7. It's going to be at the Clyde C. Jordan Senior Center on State Street in East St. Louis. All right, I want to send things out once again to our Nissan Roadrunner, Nick Lopez, and get a check in with him at 541. Good morning, Nick. Uh, good morning. Yeah, I'm out here this morning. I'm on North Broadway and uh, about East Taylor Avenue, approaching 70, rolling out with the school buses this morning driving around checking out the neighborhood seeing how things look this morning and things are moving smoothly regular traffic no delays or anything in the neighborhoods i'll be out here the rest of the morning looking for breaking news if anything happens i'll bring it to you live in the nissan rogue runner nick lopez back to you well some businesses along gravoy in south st louis are concerned about a deep deep hole why it hasn't been filled the past two years and how it happened Thank you.